Joe Nash on Live 95. Retail Excellence has published its report on sales for the first two quarters of this year. The retail industry saw the sharpest decline in sales in living memory, with all non-essential retail closed across the state for nearly three months. Clothing, footwear stores and coffee shops were among the worst affected, with sales down over 75%. I'm joined on the line now Duncan by Duncan Graham, who's Managing Director of Retail Excellence, and Tyg Carney from Tyg Carney Jewellers in Limerick City. You're both very welcome to the programme this morning. Good morning. Morning, Gillian. How are you? I'm, I'm good. Duncan, these figures probably don't come as much of a surprise. I mean, we all knew that retail was going to suffer hugely by, by view of the fact it was simply closed. Retail was closed for such a, a long time, but it's reopening very slowly as well. I mean, what, what were your own thoughts when you saw the figures? You can't have been surprised, but were they worse or better than what you expected? Um, I, I think they were probably, <clears throat> excuse me, in line with, with how we expected it to be, Julian. I mean, as you mentioned there, non-essential retail particularly closed from middle of March onwards for three months. Um, you know, clearly we, we also have those essential services like grocery and pharmacy were were, were trading well throughout. But, um, you know, the, the figures aren't surprising. Um, I think if you look at the numbers, for example, for April and May, you know, April finished 47% down. Uh, May finished about 38% down, and in, in May we just started to see a bit of an opening up. So, you know, they're, they're no surprise, really. Um, you know, we actually saw a bit of a bounce back in June um, with a bit of pent-up demand, but <clears throat> certainly all the evidence for July is that things have tailed back again, not to the extent of obviously when they were closed, but, uh, you know, it's it's still very tough out there. Ty Carney, uh, do the figures match what you've seen in your own business? <coughs> Well, we've—I feel almost guilty about saying it—but we've actually been been very busy since we reopened. Um, I just want to say, first of all, though, that retail excellence Ireland's figures are the industry bible, uh, and and they're very welcome because they give you a a benchmark to look at. Certainly, um, but we were told by retail excellence also that when stores reopened in the continent ahead of us, that they were busy for the first ten days, and then business fell back to fifty percent of normal, and that's not our experience. But on the other hand, I'm hearing very mixed reviews around the country from different jewellers in different towns. But we've actually been up significantly since we reopened. But obviously, we have not um, reclaimed the figures of the closure. Um, um, I Were mean, you able to trade online during the closure? Thing, see, we, weren't, we weren't trading online. Some people were trading online. And the figures show uh, online trading up 200%. But we don't know from what base that is. Because... Um, some people are talking about having a good online trading uh, period, but I can't get a, a sense of them, what the figures were like. There were work, some cases were online, but they weren't doing much online, so they're seeing huge increases, but huge increases on small business. But I suspect that the large, big brand companies have done very well, the ones that have a very, very strong presence online. And, and also I noticed, uh, I, what I certainly have noticed is that I've been in Dublin several times in recent weeks, um, and certainly South Dublin City Centre is way quieter than Limerick City Centre. And I think people are shopping local, and I think they deserve credit for that. We're certainly getting a sense from people that they are very consciously shopping local. And also I'm picking up from people that they actually want to come in and support local business as opposed to doing it all online. 
Well, that's hugely encouraging. Anne O'Donnell of O'Donnell's Boutique on Catherine Street is with us as well this morning. Good morning to you, Anne. How are you? Good morning, Julian. I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Anne, it's Galway Races Week. I would imagine you probably did a bit of business surrounding the Galway Races, but not this year. Julian, it's interesting. You know something? Like, we are quite surprised for July. Our figures for July have held quite well this year. Now, not not during the lockdown and not for June, but we had an online we had an online store going for the last ten years that certainly helped us during the lockdown. But for July, we find the local support has been amazing. And just now, a, just a second, if I could just stop you, because I'm dying to hear what you have to say, and it sounds really, really positive. Um, but the line is a little bit dodgy. If you can maybe hold the phone uh, a little closer to your mouth, or perhaps move to a, a doorway or window, you might get a better signal. Are you there, Anne? Um, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, that's slightly better. Go on. Okay. Yeah, so you were saying that that it, it, figures have held well in July, despite uh, yeah, what's going on. Yeah, it's held well in July, despite the fact that there's no event, the fact that, you know, everybody is just coming out of the I'm afraid, yeah. You're breaking up there, Anne. Look, I'm going to go back to Duncan and we'll try and get you okay. back, Anne, maybe on a, on another line, okay? Um, Duncan, what Anne was saying there in the beginning was sounded certainly very encouraging. Maybe she was going to put some caveats at the end of it, but uh, she's saying figures are holding well. Tyke says he's doing well. And, and this idea that people are actually supporting their local businesses is really encouraging, but will it last? I mean, it's something we've been actively pushing. I mean, there's a number of initiatives around. I think you probably have heard of the Champion Green one that was um, launched by the Kilkenny shops. Um, you know, things like that are great. And there is definitely evidence that people are shopping locally. Uh, you know, just listening there about, uh, you know, how Dublin is trading compared to Limerick. There's there's real evidence that, um, you know, people are supporting their local community. And, you know, we, we actually discovered we, during that period where we were all confined to that sort of two kilometre radius, we actually discovered things that we probably didn't even realised or existed or, or we hadn't visited for a long time um, you know, uh, during lockdown and you know, things like local greengrocers local butchers, local jewellers as was just mentioned and so on all, all are benefited um, uh, you know, to some degree and, and that's great and it's to be continued and, and hopefully we'll see that trend um, carrying on through the rest of this year and beyond. Now clothing, footwear stores and coffee shops are singled out as being among the worst affected uh, why do you think that is? I'm a bit baffled by the the coffee shops thing because, I mean, are they categorised separately to things like restaurants? Yeah, I mean, we, we sort of categorise them as hot beverages. <clears throat> and certainly um, what was evident, uh, particularly through uh, lockdown and, and beyond, is that people have been working remotely. So if you take um, town centres and city centres around the country, you know, those people are now working remotely. They were working in office space beforehand. So, you know, offices around places like like Limerick and and, and Dublin and Cork uh, are all, you know, there's far fewer people working in them now than there were a a few months ago. And therefore, they've taken a hit. Um, You know, areas like clothing, you know, it's very much around planned spend. So, you know, people are, are, are going in, they're picking things up. They're not browsing in stores like they did before. So the whole way of shopping is changed compared to compared to where it was this time last year. OK, we'll try Anne O'Donnell again. And women's fashion, according to these figures from Retail Excellence Ireland, saw a drop of 76.6% in sales in the second quarter compared to the same period last year. But you were saying before we lost you that uh, you're 
pleasantly surprised by recent figures. We've been pleasantly surprised for July. We would imagine that those those figures are exactly uh, what we've been experiencing for June and we were closed for May, but June, we didn't open until, until the 8th of June and it took a while to get people to come back in and to feel comfortable. We tried to make a very nice experience in store to make them feel very comfortable, everything in place for their safety, but we wanted to make them feel relaxed and happy and just try and get away from COVID for a moment while maintaining everything perfect. Um, with regard to July, people seem to have got a little bit more comfortable. They're coming out to shop, so they're coming out with a purpose. There isn't very many browsers. People know what they want, and they're buying. What they're buying is we, we're we're fortunate because we also sell a very good range of casual clothing. So they're coming in to buy their day to day outfits. You know the way for going for their walks and going uh, shopping, and they're wanting to look well, and they're delighted to be able to dress themselves up again after being locked down for so long. Yes, we because you must be affected by, as I mentioned, the go-away races are, are they're still continuing, but they're off from a, a visitor's point of view. People aren't going to them. They aren't dressing up for Ladies' Day, etc. But lots of other events, you know, there aren't, there are only small we weddings. There's no, yep. there's no, you know, festivals, all that, all the kind of things that people dress up for. That must be having a big effect on women's fashion. Oh, yes, 100% it is, yes. And in that area of the business, we certainly aren't noticed like, we're really not selling an awful lot. Maybe some things for small weddings, but like that for races and for events, they're non-existent here at the moment. So no, but we're lucky because we have plenty of choice of casual clothing and we also have a non-line store which we're selling across Europe. To, and, and so it's kind of keeping us ticking over nicely from the point of view of the odd, we'll say, events that there, that is happening, small events. We are selling a little bit, but definitely not as much of the dressy wear as we would sell it in the past, actually. And we just hope that, like, things, you know, come right, things get busier and they stay, like, in a consistent fashion. You know, that we're not locked down again. That's our hope, really. At the moment, we're happy with the outcome so far and we're more, it has been better than we anticipated reopening. Okay, well, we're chatting to Anne O'Donnell from O'Donnell Boutique on Catherine Street, Ty Carney of Ty Carney Jewellers on Thomas Street and Duncan Graham, who's Managing Director of Retail Excellence Ireland. Ty, Anne was chatting there about uh, the fact that there are fewer events. It must be affecting jewellers as well, things like weddings, communions, uh, confirmations, little gifts for that jewellery business. Just make a general comment before I I answer that. They're very different. Um, If you saw, you were talking about the figures there for quarter two and how there's a big divergence between different types of stores. And that's partly, remember, also because of the phase of the opening. And those who were open during the closure uh, obviously had very good figures. And then those who opened in phase one and phase two are doing better figures, let's say, than those who opened in phase three, just to make that point. We're finding that people are coming in with a purpose, that in other words, they... Let's say half the population is working for the government or working for foreign investment companies, and the other half of the population, the wage support schemes kept kept people out of the poverty trap. They haven't been able to go on holidays. They haven't been able to spend their money, except on groceries or on booze. And we have found that since they have come in, that they have that they're spending more on special occasions. So the 40th birthday, the 50th birthday, the 20th wedding anniversary, that kind of thing, they're coming in and they're buying a more significant piece than they would normally have bought. And also we're finding that they're coming in, which Anne said, that they're coming in with a purpose. Uh, it's very, very noticeable that they're coming in to do business. They're not wandering the town, walking every shop. You, you, you're closing more sales. 
uh, they're coming in, they're doing limited business in town, uh, and then they are, they are they are purchasing. They're not recreational shopping, if you like. I also have to say that I think that the free parking, which the City Council has brought in on street parking at weekends, certainly has helped. And we're also picking up signals from customers who are not comfortable in the enclosed spaces, uh, spaces of shopping centres. Whereas normally shopping centres have had big advantages over town centres. In this particular occasion, we're p- picking up that people actually prefer the open air and individual shops and they feel safer in in um, in town centres, city centres, rather than shopping centres. Now, how long that lasts, we don't know. But certainly special occasion shopping, but the occasion is not the gold races or the communion. The occasion now is that special anniversary, which they would normally just do... Uh, a modest enough gift for they have now decided that they're going to do something significant for. And certainly on I do a lot of bespoke business and I have written six months business in six weeks. Now my fingers are crossed and like Anne, I would completely agree with Anne. We would be all concerned about another shutdown. And just because we're on our eighth very good week, um, that doesn't mean that going forward there might be a blip. But at the moment, I would have to say uh, things are very positive. Duncan, do you think that there was enough in the July stimulus package to support retail in Ireland? Um, there was some. Uh, I don't think it goes far enough. Um, I think we, you know, most of most of what you're seeing is, is temporary. It's good to see the wage subsidy scheme extended. Uh, it was good to see the rates waiver extended, and it's good to see the two percent drop in in VAT. Um, I think a lot of our members are coming back to us looking for support on rent. Um, you know, those, those, uh, th- there's a lot of pressure on retailers to pay rent. Uh, a lot of some landlords are definitely playing ball, um, but there's a lot of examples of landlords that are not playing ball and demanding the rent for periods of time that retailers were shut during the lockdown. Um, you know, and, and some landlords they're saying, okay, fine, don't pay for that quarter, but we'll defer it and we'll add it on to the end. That's simply not good enough. Um, we need to to find landlords that will, you know, will play ball and, and prepare to come around the table and act in a reasonable way on this one and certainly negotiate something like a, t- a turnover-based rent or something along those lines. Um, but that's probably the biggest challenge we're going to face as we uh, as we spend in, uh, move into the second half of this year. Okay, well, we'll leave it there for this morning. Our thanks to Duncan Graham of Retail Excellence Ireland, Ty Carney from Ty Carney Jewelers, and Anne O'Donnell from O'Donnell Boutique on Catherine Street. Thanks for joining us on Limerick Today. Joe Nash on Live 95.